Sabbath. I hope you all had as wonderful of a lunch as I had. <laughs> it was a very blessed Sabbath fellowshipping, and uh, I always look forward to that. It's always fun for me, and uh, I got the chance to reconnect with some of the people that I was with. Like, we're out here when I came 10 plus years ago and gave some presentations at the Upland SDA Church. And so it was really kind of neat, like even some pictures came out and I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> 10 years will do a lot to someone. <laughs> me, only me though. They, li- they still look the same. <laughs> but you no, know, it, it was a very blessed Sabbath and, um, you know, it's fun, it's fun to be able to talk about some of these things. You know, I feel so blessed to have the work that I do. Um, I really feel like if I were to sit down and think about, well, what is it that I'm actually doing? I'm really taking a lot of these topics, no matter what they are, and I'm saying, how can I teach some beautiful Adventist truth through whatever the topic is? I'm really taking pop culture, and I'm really attaching a deep-seated Adventist belief system through that topic. And I hope as we teach these things, um, especially to our younger generation, that you should be able to talk about these things because these are the things that that are going to pop up, especially coming towards the end of the world. Now, I want to preference this particular talk with you because my purpose of sharing this information with you is not because I think you're going to be deceived by this message. That's not my purpose at all. So I'm not here to convince you whether it's real, whether it's not real. Um, I was not a big alien. I did not look into this topic. I've never believed that there was such things called aliens. It was really one of the guys in my office, um, Mikey, that was huge into this topic. He came from the Baptist and evangelical world, and um, he kind of left the church, went into the occult, And then when he was sort of thumbing around trying to find truth, he really got sucked up into the alien movement and he actually believed that these were real. So when this topic came up in our office and they wanted to do something on it, um, I was always kind of like, let's work backwards from here. What is it that we're actually going to teach people and what is it that they're going to learn from this? And it was very interesting as we kind of started to explore to see people on the internet that were quote unquote Christian and how they actually believed in aliens. And I went, this is kind of interesting. I live in the Bible Belt. I live in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So I quickly grabbed a camera, and uh, Mikey and I actually went downtown Chattanooga, and I said, I really wonder, do other people really believe in this stuff? And I was shocked at how many people came by. Oh, my uncle was taken up into a spaceship. Oh, I know people that have communicated with them. I personally have seen them. I mean, story after story after story. And I was like, you're kidding, right? Like, really? You know, are you Christian? Yeah, we are Christian. And it's like, so let me ask you a question. If If you thought that these aliens are real and they had the answers to peace and they were to come down here, Our world is in turmoil right now. And they were to give you the solution to the world's problems. Would you listen? It was an overwhelming, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. And at that moment, I went, oh, wow. Brothers and sisters, I'm telling you that this particular message right here is very, very strange. 
we were working on this project with, with one of the uh, gentlemen that, that worked with Amazing Facts. And he said that he had to stop looking into this because supernatural things started happening when he would talk about this or preach about it. The night that Mikey put this, this topic together, the very night he spoke at an Adventist church, when he walked up to the pulpit, he got a message in his phone. His mother had a stroke that day. There is something strange with this message. There is something that the devil has been working on for many, many years, and he is going to have an extraterrestrial component to his final masquerade as coming as the cosmic Christ. I guarantee it. So my purpose of telling you this is not so that you can go, oh, wow, yeah, okay, we know that they're demons. It's really to show you where we are in the wake of time. This is here, brothers and sisters. You want to know where we're at in time? They're coming out. They're starting to communicate with people. We are here. And so the message I talked to you this afternoon about was get involved. We are out of time. This, is, this clock is rapidly running to the end of its life. And I'm telling you, if, if that's the one thing that you walk away from this message, that's, that's all I hope is that you guys go, okay, we're here. Let's get out there. Let's win some souls. Let's double up our efforts and get going. So that was my disclaimer before getting involved and started in this um, 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you for a reason for that hope that is in you with meekness and fear. I believe as Christians, as we interact with the world, we need answers for some of these things. And I believe that if we have some precious truths about the state of the dead, about some of these things that are going to be involved in this deception, then it is our duty to go out and share those truths with the world. And so I would hope that you will want to learn a few things about some of these different topics in case you ever come across the need to be able to talk about it. Let no man deceive you by any means, for on that day, uh, that day shall not come, except there be a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, says 2 Thessalonians 2, 3. Therefore, do not fear them. There is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Do you notice this happening right now? Do you notice there's a lot of stuff coming to the surface right now? With the whole Me Too movement, there is a lot of things being uncovered right now that have been hidden for a long time in our world. I mean, there is, there is evidence strongly with all kinds of things that you, you, you don't have to dig around on the internet very long. It's very easy. It's hard to get away with some of this stuff in today's world. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent, the devil, and Satan, which deceives the whole world. So we know that the ones that were cast out, their main motive is deception. I want you to keep that in mind. And he that doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven and the earth in the sight of men and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles, which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. That is an experience that I believe we are going to see some crazy things in the sky. 
being brought down, miracles, miraculous things that are unexplainable, things that happen in the sky that we cannot explain, and we are starting to see those things right now. That's what the Bible's talking about. In the end of times, these things will transpire. So what you'll see is some of those things are happening in our world. There will arise false Christs and false prophets and show great signs and wonders inasmuch it to, if, if it were possible that they shall deceive the very elect, says Matthew 24, 24. So we know this deception is going to be of such a manner that intellectually we may not be able to, just because we are intelligent and smart, be able to outwit it. It's really, I believe, through the truths of the Bible and standing on the word of God, not because you are an intelligent person that you will be shielded from that deception. Have no fellowships with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Thank you. Um, this is a, a verse that our ministry over the years has lived by, and we feel that there is a lot of things in our world that people are just unaware of. Maybe it's in your face. Maybe nobody's put it in this context before. But I believe that when you can frame those kind of things in a, in a, in a way that we can filter that through the lens of the Bible, then I believe that that makes a lot of sense um, when exposing. I don't know if any of you guys in this room were paying attention, but um, this past year, in 2021, um, the U.S. was actually supposed to release all the information that it knows on its alien um, movements. And they have collected a ton of information over the years, and finally enough people, enough en entities came to the government and said, it's not fair if you know things and you're withholding this from the population, you need to tell the population. This happened last June. And so the government said, we promise, we promise we'll, we'll tell the population. But of course, they barely told the population anything. But have you ever, no have you noticed, those of you that pay attention to um, modern media or you watch YouTube, pay attention to this. Have you noticed there being some extraterrestrial things popping up lately? More so than normal. Like, there is music videos. I think Maroon 5 came out with a whole music video where all the dancers in the background were all aliens and they came out of this spaceship and stuff. I mean, there's like commercials. There's movies that talk about this. Like, you're seeing in the, in the, in the media a whole lot of stuff coming up. This is just a commercial just to kind of show you um, um, something and it's just literally a, a weird little commercial. So that guy, Lou, right there, is a very public, popular face that you'll see. He worked with the Pentagon. These are not tin hat people. This, is, this person does not live in Arizona in an Airstream trailer and is somebody that you're like, uh, I, I don't know about this. This is a very respectable, even though his haircut's kind of funny, a very respectable person who's worked in close proximity with our government, and he's coming out saying, listen, we know this stuff is, is all over. What is it? And, and he's trying to get to the bottom of it. So you'll see his face pop up from time to time. He's basically the, the government's man that's really running around and investigating a lot of this. But it's not just the public media. It's also Christian media. These are two Christian things. Uh, Storyteller Cafe is kind of a, a little Christian kids thing. Notice there's an alien in a spaceship. And uh, why are we all of a sudden promoting, even in Christianity, um, alien stuff? 
I mean, why, where is all this coming from? You know, in the historical accounts, there is a lot of sculptures and paintings and writings and things that come from ancient history that look just like astronauts. I mean, these are things that way predate um, um, an astronaut. And it's like the devil's been working on this since the Sumerian culture 2,000 plus years ago. That's where this whole deception is, is literally gearing up. And that's why the devil hates any kind of expose on this particular topic. Because he's like, look, I have been preparing for this for thousands of years and they've gotten to the place where this is now starting to come out in our day and age. He's not happy when this gets exposed at all. So see, these are paintings and writings. These are things on the walls that clearly looks like an alien. I mean, there's cultures in the world that have been um, exposed to something that looks like an alien, and it has big round eyeballs and has this kind of egg-shaped head and stuff. I mean, somehow, I'm not doubting the experience that some of these people are having. I'm just doubting what those aliens are really saying where they come from. Are they coming from something out there or have they always been here for at least a while? Ancient Aliens, um, it's really funny, the History Channel, they have a show called Ancient Aliens. And if you watch it, um, you know, I worked in reality television. Uh, hopefully there's nobody in the room that thinks reality television is real, right? <laughs> Anyone? I hate to burst your bubble. But there is literally some very unreal things about reality television. I hate to burst your bubble about the History Channel. It's about the history, right? You know the History Channel is completely satanic, right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But there are some things in the History Channel that they're putting in there that just are not actually truthful. So when they say, okay, ancient aliens, they came down, they put the pyramids here, they moved all of these, these particular rocks, and they give you the dimensions of the rock and the weight of the rock. If you actually do a little bit of digging, those aren't the actual weights and dimensions of the rocks at all. So, you know, it wasn't moved here by aliens, and there's a, just a lot of information. So just because it's on the History Channel doesn't mean that it's necessarily history. They add some things to there. I just want you to be aware of that. But in this um, particular one, they talk about some of these cave writings where there's spaceships and there's things that we see in our modern world, but how have they been on these caves for a thousand plus years? There's spaceships on old ancient paintings well before our modern day and age. So you can't just say that our military has created these things or these spaceships are a modern phenomenon. They've actually been around since the 14th century, way earlier, Sumerian culture, and that's what one of these ancient alien theories was. Now, I told you Mikey was the one that helped really put this presentation together, and he left the church, meaning the just Christian church in general, and when he came back in, he really got sucked up into the whole alien movement. And he believed, like what they're telling at these alien conventions is that when the Hebrews came out of the land of Egypt, that it really was an alien spaceship that was guiding them. And it was really the light from the ancient alien spaceship. And they were getting alien technology. And that's all, all these things. So he actually really believed that. 
And he would have identified as a Christian. Um, So it's very interesting that they actually say that. And the Lord went before them day and night for in a pillar of cloud to lead them by the way and by the night a pillar of fire to give them light to go by the day and by the night, says Exodus 3.21. So this is something that's being promoted in this alien circles is that they actually have, you know, this alien technology. But if you actually look up, there is a lot of documentation that we have created flying saucers. Like we actually can fly around in these circular disc things and we have had this technology since the 70s. You can find YouTube videos about it. You can see them. They're in Russia. They're flying these things all over. So why is it always that when we see something flying in the sky, our minds immediately go to, oh wow, that must be aliens. Because of all of this. Look at all of the stuff that people have been pumped for years I mean, you think Star Trek, you think, you know, keep going on and on and on. And now we have generations of people that have grown up with this idea. If you see something coming in the sky or something uh, that has supernatural things about it, all of a sudden it must be from an extraterrestrial planet. They've been primed for years to believe this. So here's an interesting thing. Um, There was a clip of, of Ronald Reagan and he was discussing Um, you know, the world coming together and he was talking about what would be the one thing that would unite us as a world to come together. If there was something coming out there, what would pull us all together? Listen to what he says. In our obsession with antagonism to the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our peoples than war and the threat of war? Isn't that interesting? So here you have, you know, they, they are talking about what would be the one thing that would pull everybody together, create this unified us against them, something coming in the sky. And I've looked at Hollywood and I've seen Hollywood movies over and over and over again that, that have this something's coming to destroy humanity. Do you guys remember that old movie Independence Day? What's going to bring everybody together? What's going to fight against that thing that's coming in the sky? And if that thing's coming to destroy us, we need to unite together and work together and let's take that thing out. You know what's interesting to me? Something is coming in the sky and it's coming to destroy wicked humanity that's here. And my Bible tells me that they will rally together to fight against that thing that's coming in the sky. And I find it interesting that the thing that comes in the sky, the city of Jerusalem, is this big object that people are going to say, if that's going to destroy us, how are we going to destroy it? I find it interesting that the Catholic Church has the biggest telescope on our planet. Did you know that? Do you know what the name of the telescope is? The Lucifer. I'm not making this up. You can look this up on the internet. 
It is the largest telescope called the Lucifer Telescope. What is it that they're looking at in outer space waiting for that thing to come? What is it that they're waiting for? You see, you're not the only one waiting for Jesus to come. That's the reality of it. They are also preparing for a day. Now, this lady right here, her name is Dr. Carol Rosslin. And way back in the 70s, she worked for a, um, a rocket engineer. And she's going to talk a little bit about it. She, she used to uh, help him write his speeches and stuff. And he would go through and he would talk about why they were trying to convince people of this space, um, space uh, weapons that they needed to develop. And so... Listen to what she says. It's very interesting. She's talking about the reasons why through the different years what the plan was going to be to create these space weapons. And then she said the final one is going to be something very interesting. Oh, be but before I show you that, she worked for this gentleman right here. His name was uh, Horn von Braun, and he was a German-American um, uh, aeronautical engineer. And, or aerospace engineer. Very intellectually smart man, created a lot of stuff, and um, she used to work with him for many years. When I was a corporate manager of Fairchild Industries in 1974 through 77, I met the late Dr. Werner von Braun in the early 74. Von Braun's purpose in life during the last years of his life, his dying years, was to educate the public and decision makers about why space-based weapons are dumb, dangerous, destabilizing, too costly, unnecessary, unworkable, undesirable ideas. The strategy that Werner von Braun taught me was that first the Russians are going to be considered the enemy. In fact, when I met him in 74, they were the enemy, the identified enemy. We were told that they had stolen satellites. We were told that they were coming to get us and control us, the dirty communists, that whole story. First, the Russians were the enemy that came with those space-based weapons. Then terrorists would be identified, and that's what came to follow. We heard a lot about terrorism. Then we were going to identify third-world country crazies. We now call them nations of concern. But he said that would be the third enemy that we would be needing to build space-based weapons. And the next enemy was asteroids. Now, at this point, he kind of chuckled the first time he said it. Asteroids, against asteroids are going to build space-based weapons. So it was funny then. And the funniest one of all was against what he called aliens, extraterrestrials. That would be the final charge. And over and over and over during the four years that I knew him and was giving his speeches for him, he would bring up that last card and remember how the last card is the alien card. We're going to have to build space-based weapons against aliens. And the tail of it, he said, is alive. Isn't that interesting? And since then, it's played out just like that. The Russians, the terrorists, the, the third world country crazies that have their finger on a button and we need to take them out or whatever. And now all of a sudden, we need to build these weapons for these, this alien movement. What is it that they're building these weapons for? What, do they, what is the threat that they really want to take out? Are they trying to prepare to take out whatever's coming in the sky? 
This gentleman right here is the one that worked for the Pentagon. And so as he's been trying to find out what is this whole alien thing, he's been going around investigating. He's kind of the one that's the most public that you'll see. And um, so he's giving a, uh, an interview right here, and he's talking about an experience that he had at the Pentagon. And uh, listen to what he has to say. Super uber secret staff, and uh, you know, they were telling me to stop. And I said, Okay, sir, so, so it's ours? And he said, No, that's not what I'm saying. And he said, uh, He asked me point blank, Have you entered my lately? And I wasn't quite sure where he was going with that. I said, Well, sir, I, 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 I think I know what it says, but where are you going with this? And he said, Well, then you would know that these things are our demonic, and we should not be pursuing them. Yeah. So, isn't that interesting that the Pentagon would even have people in place there? That's why, you know, God has people everywhere. But it's very interesting to me that they told him there's no need for you to look into this. Why? Because we know they're demonic. Well, it's crazy to me that he's still continuing to try and investigate it. And he's going all over the place and trying to find more reasons to, to either disagree or agree with this. And once again, he finds over and over and over again that there is this connection to the demonic world. It's interesting to me that in December of 20, uh, or December 20 of 2019, that we in the United States, we uh, developed the United States Space Force. So like the Air Force, we now have a Space Force. I mean, it sounds like something just out of a fiction book. But we actually really, Trump signed the deal, we have an actual, real space force. You can look this up. So there's all kinds of, of, of articles. You guys can read through those if you want to. But there is a lot of information about what these things are. They are spaceships that literally are not acting within physics meaning flying at incredible high speeds and taking a 90-degree turn, that defies physics. Like, that just doesn't work. And so they're literally saying, we know we, we aren't creating these things because we can't make something that is as able to do that. And so um, it's very interesting also that the uh, COVID-19 relief bill, what was attached to that bill, that $2.3 trillion bill, was actually... Um, forcing the hand of the United States to release all the information that they know about UFOs. Isn't that funny? Like you have all these things over here that all of a sudden get all the media attention and then they just keep attaching things over here and probably many of you didn't hear about that, of course. So are they from another world or another dimension? Well, let's talk about this in history. Um, there was actually a huge sighting, and I, wanna, I want you to pay attention to this because there is a common denominator here. Um, there was a group of three kids that all of a sudden had some visions, 
And uh, these visions uh, were of the Lady Mary, and she showed up and she talked to these three kids. And she told them that they were Catholic. She told them that um, there was a, a world beyond theirs and that uh, this, uh, this world was going to intersect with ours and that they needed to show up on this one day if they actually wanted to see, um, so get everybody else together and bring them out to this thing. So these three little girls ran around, and this is back in 1917, so in the turn of our century. So these little three girls went and rounded up 70,000 Catholic people out into a field because they were told that these extraterrestrials were going to show up at this time. And what happened in that field is all of a sudden the sun started dancing around. It literally moved from that side of the sky to that side of the sky to that side of the sky, up and down and all sorts of stuff like this. 70,000 people saw the same thing. How do you fake that? And what was interesting was, why is there always this kind of interesting common denominator with where these things are people are either worshiping meditating or it's over some kind of church there's a lot of these sightings over catholic churches i find that very fascinating and as you will see meditation plays an actually a big part of some of these sightings by the way this was um one of the um nativity scenes that was at the uh, Vatican. I find it kind of interesting. Not too sure what spacemen have to do with the birth of Jesus. But there is also a New Age um, belief called star people and, uh, or indigo children. And in the New Age movement, they're also gearing up and believing that there is some kind of communication with these extraterrestrials as well. And they're looking for it. And what's fascinating is you kind of listen to, um, there's a lot of examples of, of these New Age type people talking about this. They will um, speak the language of the, the aliens. And if you actually play a video of somebody speaking the language of an alien, and you play the, uh, the exact same type of video of, of somebody in an evangelical church speaking in tongues, it's exactly the same. Sounds the same. And they believe that they're speaking with an alien through them. They also believe that these aliens can come from far away and they can walk right into your body. Now, does that make any logical sense whatsoever? Some physical entity coming from millions of miles away has the ability to come into your body. That sounds like a spiritual experience to me. And we know that, that demons have the ability to do that. Uh, Luke eleven twenty four says, When the unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he walketh about a dry places, seeking rest, and finding none, he said, I will return unto the house which I came out. You know, we're empty vessels, right? We're either filled with the Holy Spirit, or if we are an empty vessel, it's very easy to be filled with an unholy spirit. The difference between God and Satan is God is a gentleman. He's not going to come into your life, your heart, or anything else without you inviting him in. That's why Revelation describes him as knocking on the door of your heart. Because he's a gentleman. Satan is not a gentleman. In fact, if he sees an empty house, he will come, he will bring his friends, and they will have a party and not ask for permission. 
And so I believe what these people are experiencing of these entities coming inside of them is they are unwittingly inviting evil spirits. Now you've probably seen or heard things from Roger Murnau. I love this guy because he's like, this was in the 80s. And I believe that he's talking about um, an experience that happened to him 40 years prior. So I'm talking, this is probably in the 1940s and 50s that he's talking. He was involved in a demonic cult. And in that demonic cult, he got very um, um, high up and was communicating with a lot of these demon priests. And they were telling him what their future plans were going to be. So I find it very interesting, even more interesting to us today, because this is in the 80s or 90s that this was even being filmed, and listen to what they were telling him was going to happen in the end of days. The truth today, that as the time of slavery, there's more and more to go. And God and of all times are striking the land more and more frequently. Even spirits are going to Impressive with, with the, the importance of Sunday secrets. Pastor, when I was a teenager back in the 1970s, I remember a song that came out talking about the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've seen the development of the New Age. And I wondered if back then you were involved in spirit worship, if they talked about the New Age at all. Oh, yes. There was a big thing that uh, was coming up. One of the uh, major sections of the last days. And the priest. Uh, told us uh, he had recovered quite a while. And uh, then he said, Could I have a little more? very fascinating. He said, The grain plain, the message grain plain, for harvesting the nations, uh, for, for harvesting the multitudes of the earth into his cause, just before the close of the great controversy between the forces of the Nilo. So we continued to get out there. It's just that some people who interested to know more about the activity of the spirit. He said it's going to be done in a unique manner. This, this main plan is it's going to be people, people are going to eat this stuff. Just said, spirits, they said, will declare themselves to be inhabitants of five distant planets and galaxies that are coming to warn the inhabitants of planet Earth on the intended destruction of the planet. Unless something seriously Probably done the white. And when I'm saying so, they're saying that the, the, they will claim that you have out of body experiences. Are you coming with out of body experiences? I've heard about In other words, some person, uh, there's some persons that are supposed to be able to, you know, uh, they believe they're more soul. Astral soul projection? Yes, right. Goes into different parts of the world and sees things and come back and they lie all about it. So, Due to the fact that the millions of the earth people believe in having people are being more so, this is really, really accepted. When the states will, through a trans media, converse to influence people. Okay, so I want, you to pay, I want you to pay attention to that. He said when, and he's kind of hard to understand, but he said when these spirits show up to people and they start communicating with influential people, and they start posing as extraterrestrials from another planet. This is right around the time of the close of the Great Controversy. I want you to pay attention to that, because this is a while ago that this was said. 
And as I show you some of these clips of some influential people that are now starting to have these things manifest to them, I believe that we are in those days. So, the message that um, the aliens have. He buy, he buy. Follow your excitement, follow your heart to the best of your ability in any given moment without hesitation. So that right there was him channeling a alien. And what was the message of the alien? Follow your heart. No matter what anything else says, go with the heart. Have we heard that message before? I mean, that's Disney's MO, right? I find that interesting. I find that really interesting. And you know what? If you get to the bottom of some of these clips over and over and over again, why are the aliens always like, you know what? Jesus really isn't who you think he is. He's just an ascended master. You need to do away with the Bible. Religion is a big farce. Why would the aliens come from millions of miles away to come and tell us that Jesus isn't who he really says he is? Like these are just lying demonic spirits that are telling people the same lies from the beginning. Kesha is a very occult. In fact, most of her, um, her music videos are nothing but upside down crosses and pentagrams and super satanic things. And during the COVID pandemic, everybody became a YouTube star. Did you notice that? Everybody jumped on, got their own YouTube channel. Uh, I already had mine. But <laughs> she would interview a lot of celebrities. And so listen to, as this guy from Entertainment Tonight is interviewing Kesha about what some of the things that she would do during the pandemic and what, would she, what was she excited to do. She said, oh, she's been turned on to this new thing and it's contacting and communicating aliens. And listen to who she said turned her on to that. Um, Demi Lovato, I love the conversation we had because she just turned me on to like a whole new, there's a couple books she mentioned and apps she mentioned that I immediately downloaded and I made my family for Christmas but all I want for Christmas is us all to meditate and try to channel extraterrestrials. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like trying to get all my friends and family into meditating the aliens isn't that interesting he says summoning them summoning the extraterrestrials so she gets turned on to it by this particular character named Demi Lovato Demi Lovato is an American pop singer who has really made a splash in the news because of her Christianity in fact, she came out and, and was so mentioning her God-sized hole and that she really needed to find God and fill God. And so what she did was she actually went to the Jordan, was baptized in the River Jordan, and was very public about telling everybody, you need to have God in your life. You need to have God in your life. And this was a big deal. I mean, this person was like a pop icon that everybody follows. Well, right shortly after this, this is all pre-COVID, she gets all twisted up in this whole extraterrestrial things. Now she's come out, she's identified as non-binary. She's not a male, she's not a female. She's a meat popsicle, whatever she claims she is. Sorry, that's probably not politically correct. Delete that. Um, 
And she literally is this supposedly Christian person, but now she's telling people to go ahead and um, um, channel extraterrestrials. Listen to um, what she said when she was on Dr. Phil. She was very open about her Christianity. I went to the church there one time, and there was somebody who spoke in tongues over me. And I grew up Christian, so I was familiar with this experience. And I remember them prophesying over me, saying that one day they'll be in the room with tens of thousands of people. And luckily, my platform has reached many more through social media and through my work. But um, it was that day that she said, you'll be a hero to thousands of people. And she said, if you hear the heart. And I knew in that moment that if I ever were to make it, I was saying that if I made this act of God, I said, God, if you give me the opportunity to live my dreams, I will pay you back and I will live my life in the hopes of helping others. So she's outspoken about her Christianity, yet here she is telling people that you can summon aliens, and if you just meditate, I want you to pay attention to that. There's always this meditation. If somebody goes out into the field right now and said, I want to see an alien spaceship, that's when they'll show up. If you went out in this field right now and you said, demons, I want you to show up, you're inviting that presence. But they are inviting these presents to come and manifest in their life. Listen, she's telling this story right here. The frequency of the city was just super amazing, and it was super easy to make contact. We had been meditating all week, and then it only took us 10 minutes before we looked up and saw, I, like, we saw a ship. And what looks like a Concord plane, you know those like, black ones, that look like triangles? It looks like that, but it had two red lights, and then at one point, the ship just separated into two different ships. Like, can't explain it, but yeah. you're seeing it, and you're just like, cool, so everyone else saw that? Yeah, all right, so what did, and then you're just gonna, and then it's just a real moment of like, so do we go inside? Like, were you? So here she's, I mean, not, not shy about telling people about this experience. And you remember the story of Saul when he went and spoke with the medium? When you're meditating and you're putting yourself in that experience, that's why I believe that this is a spiritual experience. I don't believe this is a physical experience. Why, why is it manifesting to all these people that go out into a field thinking that they're going to see Mary and they're all meditating and wham, all of a sudden this crazy experience happens? Why is it underneath that experience? So they believe that they are these ascended masters and these are the things that the aliens say. Jesus is just one of them. They show up in these kind of three forms. It's always this angel of light. They call them the grays. They're blonde. They have blue eyes. And the description is always the same. There is a frog version of it and there is a serpent version of it. Very interesting because there was an alien that came down to planet Earth and there was an alien that spoke to Eve and said, you know, don't worry about eating that. You won't surely die. Maybe you've heard of Aleister Crowley. Aleister Crowley is, uh, in our modern day, known as one of the biggest occultists in the world. He was called himself um, the Beast 666. And he actually met a lot of these aliens, and he drew pictures of them. And this picture that he's holding here in the book is a picture that Aleister Crowley drew of the alien that he met. 
And so this guy right here, Brian, wanted to meet this same alien. So he got the book, he went out there, he meditated, and he's writing this in a story. So this is coming from that guy that was holding the book. He said, when I last left our magical story with Brian Butler, he talked about his demon worship experience in Brazil culminated in a lamb experience. Oh yeah, by the way, this, this um, alien calls himself lamb, L-A-M. Do you find that interesting? I mean, that the fact that he would show up to Aleister Crowley and say lamb, and when this guy asked him, why, did you, why, why is your name lamb? You know what he said? because I am the way. Yes. And so Brian is experiencing this. He met this. He drew a picture of him. It's literally the same picture as uh, uh, Alistair Crowley said it right there. Tom DeLong of Blink-182, he's an American rock star. Um, he's really into this whole movement. And he actually uh, believes that there are aliens out there in the world, and he's really disturbed that our government has this information and, he's not, and they're not going to share it with anybody. And so Tom DeLong has gone to our Pentagon and gone to our government and said, listen, our population naturally distrusts you guys. They, they don't trust anything that you've put out. So let me be the face. They trust celebrities. Let me be the face that puts information out. So Tom DeLong is actually goes to Area 51. He's got CIA clearance of a lot of these places. He's met with some of our, our intelligences that, that are in communication with this whole alien movement. And, and he does interviews about it. Listen to this interview that he's doing right here. I remember laughing at people who would say, it's not aliens, it's demons. I've been laughing at them. I'm not so sure about that. This is Tom DeLong. Isn't that interesting? There is something between a link between what you read of in the Bible as a demon and there is strong evidence that this UFO phenomenon is connected to demons. That's what Tom DeLong has found out. And that's what he's saying. And you know what he just said right there, which is really interesting? These people hate humans. They have a hatred for you that is unexplainable. Isn't that interesting? That tells me that these are just demons that are posing as these uh, extraterrestrials. <coughs> so here's a little recap of what we've learned. Throughout history, these things have popped up. There's evidence, not just in our modern world, but way back in Sumerian culture. The military's created flying saucers that defy, there's things that defy physics that we can't understand. Thousands of Catholic sightings have been around the world. New Age contact channels them. Occultists see them. Message is always antichrist, and these deceiving spirits are, are what we are told by the Bible is going to happen in the last days. Now, the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to, to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, and having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. For do we not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places, says Ephesians 6.12. 
For false Christs and false prophets will arise to show signs and wonders, to deceive, if possible, even the very elect. But take heed, I have told you these things beforehand. So there's a lot of supernatural things that we know of that are coming. Listen to what the pen of inspiration says. Fearful sights and, and great signs shall be in the heavens. As we near the close of time, there will be greater and still greater external parade of heathen power. Heathen deities will manifest their signal power and will exhibit themselves before the cities of the world. And in this delineation has already begun to be fulfilled. Listen to what she wrote in Evangelism, page 622. A power from beneath is working to bring about the last great scenes in the drama. Satan coming as Christ and working with all deceivableness and all unrighteousness in those that are binding themselves together in secret societies. Oh, by the way, I saw a music video, a recent music video that somebody pointed out, that guy Tom DeLong, that's really got connected with our CIA and he's going to Area 51 and all that. He has a Freemason patch on his jacket, Freemason patch on his speaker, and there's Freemason things all over the set and the compass and everything, right? He's very much so a part of the secret society, so I find it very interesting that she's talking about those that join themselves together with those secret societies will be playing into this last great deception. Those who are yielding to the passion and the confederation are working without the plans of the enemy, and they will be caused by follow and effect. So she wrote in Darkness and Dawn, very something very interesting, but the familiar spirits, these visitants from other worlds, were called, are declared by the Bible, the spirits of devils. Did you know she wrote about that? Did you know even back then she had the foresight to talk about some of these things that were coming out? It's nothing different than just demonic activity. But spiritualism, which numbers its converts by hundreds and thousands, yea, by millions, which has made its way into scientific circles, and all of this is boiling down to being scientifically, you know, provable, and yes, there are um, um, species beyond our world. This is where science gets wrapped up in all this, which has invaded churches and has found favor in legislative bodies and even in our courts and kings. This mammoth deception is but a revival in a new disguise of the witchcraft condemned and prohibited prohibited by the old. Why do you think I feel so passionate about witchcraft? I constantly hammer movies with witchcraft. If it's got witchcraft, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Why? Because it numbs you and makes you just a little bit less sensitive to things like that. Over and over and over again, witchcraft will be a component of spiritualism, which will be a component of this last day deception. And what I'm hearing from the pen of inspiration is it is a master plan of deception that's coming down the pipe. It will be of such a manner that I believe there's a reason why she cautioned us not even to look at it. You know, it's very interesting in the Blue Letter Bible, if you look up what uh, NASA means, you guys can look this up. Do you know that NASA, N-A-S-A, means to lead astray, to delude, to seduce, to beguile, and to deceive? Do you find it interesting that little kids are wearing NASA plastered all over their chest which literally means to be deceived. I find that kind of fascinating. 
and one of the most sold toys in 2021 is Yoda, the little baby Yoda. Isn't that kind of fascinating? I believe that there's a plan for this. I want to close with this one thought. This particular gentleman right here, it's very fascinating. He has studied the phenomenon of people that have been abducted, pulled into spaceships. And I actually, when I went man on the street, I heard people talk about they knew someone or they themselves had been abducted, and I was shocked. And when you listen to them, their experience seems very real. I mean, they're not crazy. They're not talking about something that didn't happen. So this gentleman right here wanted to study all these experiences, and there's thousands and thousands of experiences of people that have been pulled up into spaceships, and there's always one way that people get pulled out of that spaceship. Listen to how they get pulled out of the spaceship. Because there's a cover-up of disinformation, and has been, by the top researchers that you people rely on to hear the truth from. Over the next 10 years, I have now worked with over 400 cases of people that have been able to stop the abduction experience in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. These are entities masquerading as high technological aliens, but they can be defeated by one name. One name stops the deception. And you know what's fascinating about that gentleman right there? He goes to alien conventions and he wants to talk to those that are involved in this type of work and they don't know what to do with him. They don't want him there. They say, we don't, don't bring the name of Jesus in here. We don't know what to do with that. Brothers and sisters, that's proof right there that our God is a mighty and powerful God. Amen. The very name can pull people who have no connection to God whatsoever out of that experience and bring them back into this. That tells me that's a spiritual experience. Now I share that with you because I believe that as we are approaching these final movements and these final days, when we start to see the demonic world really coming out into the open, I believe that there will be a day, there will be a generation that will see these things with their physical eyes. We will see that demonic world begin to interact more openly and more openly, and we know that is their final try to pull people onto their side. And what I'm making a call to you guys in this room today who know the truth is to go and spend time learning this book, read the words of this book, Soak it into your heart. I was so pleased when I sat in here in the, in the Sabbath school this morning and there was, there was different ministries that were like, here's how to read the Bible. Here's how to memorize the Bible. Here's how to get this information in. Because I believe there is a dying world out there that is going to get sucked up by a lot of this delusion. And it is our job who know the truth, who understand what some of these events are going to be that are coming down into the world. It's our job to get out there and say, you guys, there is a name above all names that literally is coming to take you and I home. And that name is Jesus. Would you like to know Jesus? Because there's another Jesus that's coming as well.
I hope that this inspires you. I hope that you, you feel a, 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 a fire put underneath you. I hope and pray that as, as I heard the Sabbath School panel this morning, sign up, get involved. Get actively involved in different ministries in church. You know what? I love how Nelson, who does the glow tracks, you ever heard that guy talk? And he goes, raise your hand if you got a thumb. And everybody raises their hand, and he's like, then you should be handing out glow tracks. It's brilliant, right? We all have simple things that we can do. We have people that pray for our ministry. We have people that call our ministry. They simply call and say, please continue to do what you're doing. I thank you guys for it. Let me pray for you. And I'll tell you what, I value that person just as much as someone who buys a DVD from us or anything else. That person that calls our ministry and prays for us gives us all a renewed vigor to get out there and keep going and to win more souls. You can pray for people. Pray for our ministries and get involved if you are not involved. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for, for just the blessing of information that you have given to us in this Adventist church. Lord, we are information gluttons. We have so much information at our fingertips that it's really worth nothing unless we apply it to our lives. So Lord, I just pray that everybody in this room right here will hear messages like this and will be inspired to reconnect their life to you, to go get involved to jump out in the workforce because the fields are plentiful, Lord. You know that, and the workers are few. So help us to have that connection to your work. And we love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.